Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Rev. Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. I'm calling this podcast One Moment of Joy because in the last few days, I have walked between hearing news of different people being ill from the virus or having other things going on in their lives that are probably life-changing to these really small moments of joy that gave me hope. And so I wanted to share some of those events with me with you today just to show you that even in some of the darkest times, there are these moments of joy, these little tiny moments that take us out of whatever we are experiencing. And it just gives us that little tiny moment of pause. I want to say that I am recording this podcast on January 31st, 2021. And there is a lot going on still in terms of the pandemic of COVID. A lot of people's lives are changing in many ways. Again, some related to the virus, some not. It seems that every one of us is facing some sort of change in our life. And that's not a bad thing. But when we don't have consistency, and when it seems never ending, as it does right now to many of us, it's really easy to maybe not drop into despair, but to get a little discouraged and not be able to figure out anything good that's going on in life. And I'm not talking about just walking around with the glasses half half empty or completely empty, but there is this, this what's next, you know, what's going to come across the next, what's my next email going to tell me, that kind of thing. And I had a couple an experience yesterday that got me thinking in a different direction. And then I started thinking of other things that happened to me that are similar. And so today I'm going to share with you some moments of joy that I have experienced and then maybe help you figure out how to find them in your own life. So yesterday I was in the Joanne Craft Store. And I was standing in line and there were about four, there were two women in front of me and two women behind me. We're standing there. There were two cashiers on duty and the line wasn't moving very quickly because one cashier was running people through and the other one was standing there talking to a woman who was trying to do an exchange or a return. And we couldn't help but overhear and the person trying to make the return was somehow trying to return something she had already returned and traded in for something else. I None of us ever got clear on what it was, but the cashier stood there and explained it and explained it and explained it. And this young girl just couldn't get it. She just, it somehow it wasn't making any sense to her. And so we were all looking at each other And here's the cool part is nobody started getting mad. Nobody started tapping their foot. We were all just looking at each other, really kind of figure out why this poor woman couldn't understand what the cashier was telling her. And so I looked at the woman in front of me and I said, I really like your earrings. And we talked about that for a moment. And then we kind of went back to the, to what's going on up front. And then I looked at the other woman and I said something about her earrings. And I said, I'm trying to change the subject. And then the woman behind me started talking. And so the four of us sort of had this little general conversation and occupied ourselves while this conversation was going on in the background. And it must have gone on for a full five minutes. So one of the moments of joy is probably that none of us got mad. But here's where it got really cool. When that cashier finally finished with the woman who was so confused, 
The woman who walked up to her immediately just gave her a thumbs up and said, you handled that so well, because this cashier never got nasty with the woman. She never raised her voice. The woman who went in next in line to the other cashier stopped and told this girl, this tech cashier, what a wonderful job she had done. When I walked, and then it was my turn, and I walked by her and I said, that was amazing. You did such a good job. So every one of us focused on how well the cashier was doing. And so it was a good moment, you know, and even the cashier that I went up to said that was, I, I can't believe she held her cool the way she did. And I was standing there paying for my stuff. And then another woman walked up to the cashier who had been under fire and very softly said, is it okay if I make a return? <laughs> and everybody just cracked up because it was like, are you willing to do this? It was a moment of joy because we we all supported this this cashier who's a young woman. We um, and we found humor in it, and it was it was just a little moment of joy. And I walked out of that store being so grateful for a bunch of women who could have absolutely gone down the mean girl track, chose to not get upset, to not get mad, even at, at the person who we felt was causing the problem. We just chatted and then went up and gave this other girl an attaboy and went on about our lives. It was a pure moment of joy and it was just a moment, but it carried me through going through a very, very, very busy Costco where people were also quite friendly in there as well. Uh, but still, I I was floating on this other energy and it helped me get through the rest of the shopping I had to do on the day before New Year's Eve. And I have to say that I'm still laughing about it. I'm still laughing about the woman who walked up and just sort of nicely said, is it okay if I make a return? I, you know, I love that woman. I don't even know what she looked like. I'll, I'll never have no idea who she is. And I love that woman because of her gentleness and her kindness. There were two other personal moments of joy I've had in the last week. One of them came after recording the Sunday service with Cameron, who is also the editor for um, this podcast. We uh, I had closed SLC for a, a few weeks because there had been an outbreak and we were just wanting to be very, very careful. And so I went in on Tuesday to record my part of the Sunday service. Now, this was a little bit longer recording session than normal because I was, it, it was a different service. It was a, it was a special service. And so we did things a little differently and there was more for me to record and more for me to record with another person. So at the end of it, it was just Cameron and me and I started to take off my headset. Now the headset gets taped onto your face with, with medical tape and he had come over earlier and put on an extra piece of tape to make sure it stuck. And when I pulled the microphone off, I said, ow. And Cameron turned around to me and his eyes lit up and he said, did that hurt? And I said, yes. He said, good. And then he said, it means it's working. Well, I was so tired and so fried. I sat down and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. It was just his his pure moment of joy that's that it was working and it released the tension that I felt. I mean, it was a good recording session, but still it was long and there's a lot to was a lot to be done. And Cameron's eyes lighting up that the tape was working. It just it still makes me laugh. It was such a gift and it was a moment. It was just one moment of joy, but it released all of the tension. It allowed me to walk away from that session feeling really, really good. So that was a moment of joy. 
Then, as it turned out, I was asked to help proof the video that was made from the recording that we did on Tuesday. Now, this required Ira, one of our AV team, to take everything that Cameron had filmed, put it together with some music that Ira had to discover, and add in some other little bits and pieces. And he's very good at this. I know he's very good at this. But when I sat down to watch this service, I was in tears between the excellent photography of Cameron and Ira's ability to take all of this stuff that he wasn't even a part of and put it together into this amazing blessing of the world's religions service, I was in tears. And it was partly because of the content of the service, but it was more looking at the artistry of these two young men and realizing the promise that they both hold for what they can share with the world. And I just, I just had tears. And it, it was another moment of pure joy. And it's such an honor to work with both of these gentlemen. And I felt so honored. So another moment of joy. All the time, all this other stuff is going on around me, people not being well, people leaving, people doing this, people doing that. And here I've had these beautiful moments of joy. These moments are like mini vacations in a way, and they might last not even a whole minute. They might just be this fleeting whammo and you uh, you just feel that joy, that relief of, oh, not everything is, is dire or scary or hard or whatever is going on in your life. They're just the most wonderful gifts that we can, we, we have. Now, you notice that I'm not saying that I'm not, I didn't generate any of these. These aren't things that we are self-generated. They're well, maybe they are in a way because I recognize them. I recognize them as moments of joy. And so if you wanted to call that self-generation, but I didn't create at the moment, I was just there and I recognized when there was a joyful thing to, to see and to accept and to participate in. You know, there's an apocryphal story and, and I, I cannot say that it is absolutely true because um, it came down to me so many years ago, but there is a story that circulates that there was a person who was thinking about committing suicide and they walked down the street and somebody coming from the other direction smiled at them. And it was that smile that made them change their mind or helped them change their mind. I think that's absolutely possible. I think that's absolutely probably a true story on, at, at some point. I remember one day I was walking through um, a grocery store and I have a really good hairdresser and I have this white hair and people like it. And this woman walked by me and she just looked up and she was looking very pensive, but she looked up at me and she broke into this grin and she said, I just love your hair. And I realized that it wasn't about me. It wasn't about me and my hair. It was about this woman seeing something that made her smile. And it wouldn't have mattered if it was my hair or if it was you know, something else about me. It, it had nothing to do with me. It was that person seeing something and they, they found joy in that image that was running through their brain which I thought was very, very, very cool. Now think about the moments that you can find, that you experience that are a little bit of joy. Of course, we all know the thing of walking into a room and seeing your pet in some screwy position or doing something that's really kind of unusual. 
In fact, the internet is filled with anti animal antics. And, you know, my spirit guides sort of took me to task one time for uh, not writing as much as I had been. And basically, the comment I heard in my head was, you spend time on the internet looking at cats doing odd things when you have several perfectly good cats in your own home. What are you doing? And I had to really think about that because, yeah, <laughs> that was something I was doing. And it is such a cool thing to walk into the room and maybe it's your child, maybe it's your partner, maybe it's, it's just something that you walk in and that makes you grin for just a moment. It makes you stop, makes you laugh, makes you feel better. That's what I'm talking about is that one moment of joy. And again, it can be so fleeting. And again, it's not something that you go out, you set out to create for yourself. It's the noticing. It's the allowing joy or release from tension and fear to come in in the middle of tension and fear. Speaking of tension, some of the funniest things that have ever happened to me have come up in moments of a lot of tension. A few weeks ago, I was training someone at SLC how to do some reports. Now, this woman's name is Patty, and I know Patty is perfectly okay with me sharing this. We were creating reports for a group. Now, we had to create a report for each separate person in the group. And so we would have to download uh, an Excel file onto the, onto the desktop, and then we'd have to copy that information into another Excel file so that it was in the format that we wanted. And it, none of it was hard, but it was a lot of steps. And what was happening is we would download the person, and then we would forget who we'd done, and we'd have to go back and look. And so we were kind of laughing about that. But then this moment came where we downloaded a person, and the person's information. And then we sat and we had about a four minute conversation or a couple minutes conversation about this person because we were kind of updating on, on something that had been going on with them. Perfectly okay conversation. And then we went right back in to try to finish and we still couldn't remember who, who, who we had downloaded. And at that point, we just went to pieces because we were, we were, you know, the entire five minutes of conversation had to do with that one person and we still couldn't remember who it was. And we just laughed. And in fact, we laughed so hard that, that someone came into the office to ask us if we were okay. And then they said, you know, the senior minister is next door and I I think he's on a phone call. But I found out later that he, obviously he could hear us laughing and he said he had no idea what it was and he, but he just sat there and he started laughing. And so he found a moment of joy, who experienced a moment of joy, not even knowing what the heck was going on because we were laughing so hard you could hardly not laugh. And just think about that. Laughter is contagious. We start laughing and then we can't stop. You know, there's, again, there's things out on the internet where you'll see a little baby or somebody laughing and you just can't help but laugh too. It is such a wonderful freeing moment to laugh, to stop, to see joy in something. Even if, again, like I say, if it's just a second, that joy will carry you because joy brings hope. 
And we are in a difficult time right now. I, you know, we teach positive thinking, and I really don't like that term because it makes it sound like, okay, I'm just going to pretend like everything is okay and blah, 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 blah. That's not how it works. What we do is we learn to look for the good in any situation. We learn to look for the possibilities. And we acknowledge that right now, this sucks, and I don't like it. And A, this will pass. And B, some good will come out of this somehow, somewhere. That's what we really teach. We don't just teach being positive all the time. We all have times when we're down. We all have times when we feel discouraged. We all have times when Oh, man, what am I going to do next? And why doesn't this stop? Why doesn't, you know, why can't we just get back to normal? And a lot of people are there right now. So really, rather than trying to be positive and up all the time, if you begin to be open to one moment of joy here, one moment of joy there, just that moment that takes you out of whatever it is you're in, it will take you so far. I have to tell you that the, the thing that happened in Joanne yesterday really is still carrying me. And it reminded me of another event. And I want to share that to you. I know this may not be totally in order, but I, it just came to mind as well. Maybe three years ago, I was in Costco and it was really busy. The lines were really long and I was standing in line waiting. And at the next station over, there was a woman with two children, a, do a girl and a boy. And the little boy did something and the mother just told him to stop. And it was, this is kind of in my peripheral, whatever. And then all of a sudden, I saw that this woman had taken the boy she was kneeling down. Now, this is in a busy line at Costco. She stopped everything she was doing, including unloading her basket. She knelt down with that boy and she said, did I hurt your feelings? I am so sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I just needed you to stop what you were doing. And she hugged him. And then she got back up and did the rest of, you know, what she needed to do to check out. And I, I, I just, I was amazed, first of all, to see a parent in public apologizing to their, their child. And I had to go over and, you know, I walked over to her because I got out of my line first and I said, that was amazing. I said, you have got to be an amazing parent. And it, she looked at me and she had tears in her eyes. That had such an impact on me to watch someone in the middle of all that chaos stop and focus on her child. And you just don't really see that in public very much at all. And so that was another, that's a, that's a moment of joy that I carry to this day. And probably the one in the craft store will go with me a long way. And the one with Cameron and Ira as well, because these are all moments, they're God moments. They're moments that show us that life goes on no matter what, and that life is love and life is joy and all of this stuff that's happening on the surface and yeah I know it seems awful and it maybe and it doesn't seem like it's on the surface but deep down underneath there is this joy there is this perpetual life that lives and vibrates through every one of us and everything that is happening is happening well, because it's happening and we get to choose what to do with it. We get to choose how we're going to be in this world and we get to choose what we're going to do with it. And one of the choices that we can make is to step out into the real world and look for those moments of joy, experience those moments of joy, perhaps even maybe unconsciously create those moments of joy for other people. Because 
You are a gift to this world. You are a light. Every one of us is a light that walks this planet. And all we really have to do is decide consciously to share our light. And we do that by being who we really are. We do that by trusting that the inner part of us that has never been touched by the outside world is the real us. And by allowing that real us, that real part to shine, to be shown to the world so that the world can know that there is hope, that there is light, there is love, there is joy. I wish you a happy new year. I wish you a wonderful week. I wish you deep, deep spiritual insights. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you and may the joys of the world go with you.